Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is Danny. Join me as we go deep into God's Word, as we discover the hidden gems and hidden treasures that God has made available to us all if we would have but ears to hear and eyes to see. As you come with me on this journey, let's explore God's Word and see what He desires to show and tell us in our day. This may be your first time or the next time, but I welcome you here. Let's dig in and see what the Lord has for us today. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is episode number 15. I want to thank you for uh, taking the time to uh, to track with me and, and what the Lord is putting in my heart to share. Uh, I want to thank all of you who uh, have returned to, uh, to continue to follow this and maybe those who are listening for the first time. I'm glad to have you. Uh, I welcome all of the listeners uh, across the many different continents uh, in different countries, I welcome you and uh, look forward to connecting further as those opportunities become available. So, I want to to lead in with a little backstory into what I feel like the Lord is saying for today. Um, I actually was was looking to to get something recorded earlier in the day. This probably won't be made available. Um, until the the following day, I'm recording this in the evening here in the U.S. So, uh, but it probably won't be available until tomorrow. Um, however, I did want to put something out earlier today, but I just felt um, I felt that I was doing a disservice to what what the Lord might be wanting to say. Um, I thought maybe I was trying to get it out for the sake of being timely and punctual and uh, consistent and maybe disregarding, though, the the heart of what is being said. So I just put it on the burner, and as I was driving home, there's some developments that are happening at work as far as staffing. It's going to be a real challenging uh, period of time going into these next couple few months for us. And I was just finding myself very discouraged. And uh, as I was driving home, I was just spending time with the Lord, and yeah, I, I do a lot of that. I have about a 45-minute commute, and so I I very, very frequently get to spend some uh, amazing, intimate time with God. And He is so gracious to me, and He is um, a lover of intimacy, and He just wrecks my heart uh, on a consistent basis, and I find myself longing for those moments with Him, uh, just the one-on-one. Uh, maybe it's just through prayer. Maybe, maybe I have some you know music playing, and I'm just speaking to Him and and uh, praying for different people and situations. Myself, uh, the work that He's doing in me. Um, sometimes it's in the complete silence, and and I'm and I'm just just enjoying his presence with me it really takes many different shapes but uh today was a i was really i was really down i was really frustrated and 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 honestly um pretty fearful of what lies in the future and um there was a 
there was a a, a phrasing that kind of just kind of dropped into my heart and I couldn't remember where it was from and so I had to look into it but what I could remember is one thing I ask from the Lord that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life and I couldn't so I had to look that up and as I was and I, as I was going I found uh, it's out of Psalms 27 and so today um this is very informal. I have nothing prepared. Um, I want to read Psalm 27. And I want to connect to a passage in the New Testament that I believe is an echo of this. Um, something that Jesus reveals to us in one of the gospel, the gospel of Luke. And, uh, and he... He reveals something through the Mary and Martha encounter. And it is an echo. He he began to show this to me as I as I began to listen to the, the Psalms twenty seven. And it's an echo of of the heart of one who seeks God with all their heart. And and an assurance of what can be discovered in him. And so just as I began to as I began to just to to spend time in this and marinate and and just talk to God and speak speak to him and let him just love on me and, and encourage me in, in this difficult situation. Um, this is kind of what burned to my heart to come home and then share with with you all. I'm sure that many of us find ourselves in very challenging situations, whether it's work and relationship, family, um, just any, any plethora of different situations that can be challenging, that can be trying, and that we need special grace from the Lord to help us to persevere through those times and, and to keep our eyes focused on Him. That was you know that was my that was that was the plea of my heart as I was praying to him. I was I said, you know, God, I want to honor you in this in this difficult and trying time. I want to behave in a way that honors you. Um, just my own personal weaknesses. I I tend to when I'm frustrated or when I'm you know f- flustered. Uh, I tend to get angry, and um, it's something that that I have to um, continue to let the Lord shape and mold me. But it's uh, it, it's my heart's desire to to behave in a way that makes Him proud of me, and brings him glory and honor as I am his son and he is my father. And so um, he, he took me to Psalm 27 and it's, the Lord is my lot and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? 
when the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord. This only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Now I want to I want to pause and take a moment. This is the verse that began to resonate in my spirit and one thing I ask from the Lord. One thing. David, he is he is a a a man after God's heart, a worshipper of the Lord. He says, one thing in this life that I want from God, this one thing that I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Now, I want to challenge you to, in that, in that portion, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. This is not just a this is not just a realization. Like, if we were to, to think of this practically in our day, this is not David saying, I, I want to spend all my days in church. Church is great and wonderful, and we get many amazing things out of that experience. But there is a greater reality. A house is a place of... A place is a, the house is a place of of fellowship. It's a place of relationship. Those that stay in your house, these are these are people in your family. These are friends that you have over, that you spend time with, that you connect with, that you know in an intimate and and passionate way. You know their their faults, their their failures their their hangups you know their uh their strengths you know their weaknesses when you spend time with people you get to know them on a whole nother level the house is a place where you can be yourself you can let your guard down perhaps this is a place where you take your mask off that you are you and you're not trying to portray anyone or be anyone or anything. In the, in the sense of the work that Christ accomplished, we, we can read in the New Testament that we, we are the temple of God. The tabernacle was a place of the abiding presence of God. 
So in a very in a very uh, technical sense of of the the revelation, we we ourselves are a house of God. Now this is in no means a, a humanistic perspective, but this is this is a, an amazing reality that that God can show us is it is it is an opportunity for oneness. It's it's a thought that Jesus expressed multiple times throughout his ministry. We read it throughout the New Testament, but especially in the book of John, where Jesus tries to communicate to us that he and the Father are one. He and the Father, the Father in him, and us in him. And abiding this place of of remaining in, like the vine is connected to the branches. We are to abide in Him. Abiding is this, is this, is a is this picture of it's our abode is our dwelling place, and we get this out of um, the dwelling place of God. David is saying, "I want to be where you are." There's one thing that I ask from you, God, David is saying. This one thing that I seek, and it's that I may be where you are. And he says, all the days of my life, I want to be where you are. Let this be the prayer of our hearts. Let it be the singular passion that we pursue with everything that we are. And I understand that that you, that I, that we, we may not be there just yet. But that's okay. We just keep, we ask Him, I want to want you that way. And that, in that ask, in that question, we will be, we will ask him and he will give us those, that desire. He will ignite that desire in us. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. We're going to, I'm going to flip over uh, to Luke. This is where uh, I found this to tie together as he began to show me. But we find uh, we find Jesus at the home of Martha and Mary, and we we you may have heard this story, but Martha is a doer; she's a worker. But we find Mary sitting at the Lord's feet, listening to what He said. We'll we'll find this in Luke. Chapter 10, starting in verse 38. We'll start reading 
In verse 39, she had a sister, Martha had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Verse 41, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Another Bible I have in that, it might be the ESV, it actually says Mary has chosen the good portion. Now, that actually you can find a uh, reference to in Psalm 16.5. So uh, we're gonna, I'm going to turn to that really quick. Psalm 16 verse 5. Lord, this is uh, also written by David. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. As I read that, I was immediately reminded of communion. You are my portion and my cup. So I think of you're my portion, you're, you're my, remembering in communion, this is my body. Jesus says, unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you have no part of me. You alone are my portion and my cup. David is speaking of the body and the cup. So I can see in, in that line this aspect of communion, of partaking of the Lord. And so Jesus telling Martha here, you are worried, you are anxious about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen the one thing and it will not be taken from her. He is saying, I will not take that from her. She has chosen the better thing, the best thing, the one thing. No, what did we read in Psalm 27? What was the plea of David's heart? One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. That is the, the essence of what Mary was doing at his feet. She was dwelling with him. She was where he was. 
She was seated, clinging to every word he said. She was hanging on every word that he would whisper. She was near him so that she would catch everything that came from him. This echoes the heart of David, the lover of God. He says, one thing that I desire, one thing that I seek, that I would live where you abide all of my days, and that I would gaze upon your beauty. We, I pray that we have eyes to see the beauty of who he is. The beauty of who he is. The tenderness, the gentleness, the kindness, the ferocious love of Jesus. I pray that our eyes would be given sight to see him in his fullness. David goes on to say, For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent. Moses wanted to see God's glory, but God would not let him see, see his face. He, he couldn't take it. He couldn't tolerate it. He couldn't live. But God hid him in the cleft of a rock and he allowed him to see his back for that's all that Moses could could tolerate could handle the frailty of his of his humanity would not permit him to be exposed to the full measure of the glory of God and that was an act of kindness of God. It was the kindness of God. And it's the kindness of God that brings us into repentance. He is a kind, loving Father. He is a just, holy, righteous God seated and enthroned in the most holy place. He is high and exalted and lifted up above all others. And we are to revere, to, sh to, to tremble 
in the awe of who he is. And in the same breath, be so quickened to run and sit in his lap as father. I'm in awe of the dynamic the the opposing pull of his approachability and his holiness that we in fear and trembling could approach I pray that your heart and your mind see him freshly and newly and that he would he would be positioned to your sight in such a way that you would be able to see him with fresh eyes. David says, for the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. This is such a peculiar part when you think about what's happening. David is saying, I will sacrifice. He is, he is taking the life of animals. He is sacrificing and he is shouting with joy, singing and making music to the Lord. What a strange thing to imagine. However, it's not so strange when you see it that he realizes that he is being accepted by God. When he realizes that that life is taken, that blood is spilt, the sacrifice, the atonement for his sins, for that time, for that time, he realizes his acceptedness to, to God, his restoration to the Father. He is ecstatic with joy, as we should be. Through the sacrifice of Jesus, through the shed blood on the cross, he made accessibility to the Father. He, he made it him, he made God, our Father, approachable. And we too should shout with joy, singing and making music. Verse 7, hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. 
your face, Lord, I will seek. I pray that your heart just yells at you to seek the face of God and that your answer, your answer to your heart's cry is, God, your face I will seek. David says, do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, God my Savior. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes. For false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. Oh, what an amazing reality. Verse 13 to 14. I remain confident of this. David says, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He says, I will, I will see. I'm confident of this. He says, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He's saying, while I am here, Though my foes come against me, the oppressors that seek to destroy me, the wicked that tries to devour him, the foes, the enemies that try to besiege him, whether armies or wars break out against him, he says, I remain confident. I remain steadfast of this. I will see in this day, in the land of the living, I will see the goodness of the Lord. He is confident in this fact. And he says, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. It's hard. It's hard to wait for the Lord. When the armies are pressing in, the, the battle is drawing closer to your left and to your right. Men are falling here and there, and it's and all hope seems to be lost. I pray that you remain confident that the Lord's goodness will be made known to you in this day. Give him your heart. Give him the desire. Ask that the one thing that you seek from him, that would be fellowshipping, abiding with him where he is all of your days, and, and ask him to, to make known to you the beauty of his face, the beauty of his fullness, the reality of who he is. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart. And wait for the Lord. So I thank you for spending this time with me. I pray that it this has blessed you. And just encourage you. And uh, we'll see you on the next trip. God bless.
Thanks for joining me. I hope this blessed your heart and you leave with something special. Let us press in to know him more. Let us press in to know him more. And he will find us in seeking and seek us in finding. God bless you.